out beyond the ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing. There is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. Today is one of those times when I speak to someone I've never met. Yet, once we started talking, I cannot believe that we do not know each other. My guest this week is Juanita Caprari from HeartWorks with Juanita. She calls herself an intuitive coach. She helps her clients release blockages that keeps them from moving forward. She focuses on a much deeper conscious level, thereby enabling them to shift their power from previously held limiting patterns, expressing wounds, to living a life that is an expression of the person's highest potential. Juanita uses various healing modalities in this process. She's also a yoga teacher, and I know she meditates often because we run into each other on Inside Timer on a regular basis. You can find her on her website, which is www.heartworkswithjuanita.com, and on Facebook and Instagram under Juanita Caprari. Juanita is spelled J-U-A-N-I-T-A, and the surname Caprari is C-A-P-R-A-R-I. How do you like my Italian pronunciations? Juanita is the partner of Volker, the transformation facilitator of our episode of 1 August 2019. I'm really excited to introduce Juanita to you. She speaks so beautifully, I can listen to her the whole day. This podcast is supported by The First Layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 12 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. Please also look out for information on my new book, Life and Non, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop at www.freddyshop.co.za This is Juanita's story. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Good afternoon. Is it Juanita or Juanita? It varies. So it's actually Juanita because oh, Juanita. Juanita is Spanish okay. yeah and J in Spanish is silent you know like you hear um, Jose and yeah. it's like the like a bit of a roughness yes. but you know it's it, I'm very used to Juanita which sounds like a W Juanita now it sounds kind of Chinese. <laughs> and, and your I surname, get it all. I get it all. Your surname, sounds, surname is... sounds, sounds Italian. Spot on. Spot oh, cool. on. So in the Italian accent, it's Caprari. In the South oh, African oh, English oh, accent, it's Caprari. Yeah. Oh, the so Italian way is so beautiful. Oh, I love it. You know, I'm very blessed because I've got Juanita Caprari. Juanita is Spanish. My mother is Mexican. And Caprari is Italian because my father was Italian. So okay. a wonderful a mix there. And then I was born in Johannesburg, South Africa. <laughs> my father, <laughs> yeah, my father was a huge fan of traveling. But he was, he was actually born in Budapest, Hungary, then grew up in Rome. <laughs> but he came to South Africa because he, he loved it. 
he absolutely loved it. And he started his business in South Africa, but he traveled a lot for business. And one of the countries he loved to travel to was Mexico. So he was there on one of his trips and then he decided to stay longer and just de-stress and have a few days break before coming back to South Africa. Now we're talking, uh, I lost count, 60, 70 odd years ago. So you can imagine South Africa back then, Joburg. And it was in that holiday break he met my mom. And then, as you know, the rest, as they say, is history. (laughs) And that's why South Africa, that's why South Africa actually was living here. So, So yeah, quite the combination. So when I hear Spanish and Italian combination, mm. what, I, what, what I see in my mind is Mediterranean passion. So, um, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and passion in, in, in all aspects, as in when you're a lover, when you're a lover, and when you're a fighter, you are vicious. <laughs> is, Actually, you know, it's that, that Mediterranean <laughs> blood. Yeah, it's... Um, I like the way that you put that because, you know, in the Mediterranean, um, absolutely, there's that, f- the, that fiery passion, you know, and they're passionate about food and they're passionate about their culture and they're passionate about a family, so 100%, you know. And then it's quite interesting that I have that nationality and that combination, you know, Mexican-Italian. So it's the, the Mexican sort of the, the Latin American, mm-hmm. which is very passionate, you know, and, and very ancestral as well. Yeah. You know, the Mexicans linked to the, to the, to yes. the Incas Absolutely. and going way back. And then the Italians being the Mediterranean. So you put the two together. <laughs> and then, um, you know, saying about uh, passionate and, and, and as well as fierce, you know, I think of, pre my spiritual journey where the fierceness was very much there the temper because you know Mediterraneans are passionate Mm. and the temper you know the Italians and uh, very interesting you know I'm also a fire sign so I've got (laughs) you know that 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 fiery aspect in me and the temper but then you know going on the spiritual journey it was like i actually know i'm a calm person and i don't like conflict so it's interesting that with my background how easy i can be in that space you know when i'm in that culture and it's like all fiery and and i sort of feel quite like oh i like this fiery passionate mm. yes i'm italian and yes i'm italian. i'm really <laughs> proud of it you know but um how i like to sort of combine that culture with my personality or character is I realize I call it fierce love like bring that in into fierce love you know because love can be gentle and nurturing but love can also be fierce you know tough love it doesn't necessarily fierceness doesn't necessarily have to be um cruel yeah you know it doesn't have to necessarily be um anger you know so so when I sort of see that sort of fieriness, I'm like, yeah, that's the, the fierce, good love coming up. You know? awesome. so, so I've got I've got quite the combination there, you know, backing me up. And how does that work for you with somebody with sharing your life with somebody with a kind of a, a Germanic background? Which is, which is yeah, not exactly yeah, that, that passionate fierceness, kind well, of far, far more no, reserved boxy kind of, this, this belongs in that box, stoic, that belongs in yeah. that box, and you are moving far too fast between the two boxes. So slow down so that I can give meaning to this. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, with that, with um, my partner being German, um, he's also very much a logical person, you know. So uh, it was so, it's been hilarious 
serious because we we often remind each other we we had a numerology reading with a dear friend that yes he's in his i'm i'm a person even though i'm in my head a lot and he's very much a head person so i mean he's analytical and logic beautiful brain like you know wonderful but the description was amazing which also kind of describes the, the german and the passion was um so it was volker this is the best way i can describe it you are excel juanita is word excel and word and i'm like that's just brilliant. It's so brilliant. It's so brilliant. <laughs> but you belong German, to the same family. Italian, Mexican. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it works. It really, it really works because when I'm in need of Excel, it's like yeah, I need the yeah. Excel. I need I need the logic. I need that. And then when well, not so much is he in need of of the word. It's like because he's so much in his head and the logical. And I like, mm. just bring the I just bring that in and I like, just get mm. out of your head, like yeah. you know. Connect with so, your heart. So so it's Connect actually yeah. It's wonderful. I I must remember that. That is just so so <laughs> awesome. So growing up in Johannesburg, it sounds as if you mm. could have grown up Catholic. Yes. Very much, very much Roman Catholic, mother and Catholic, father Roman Catholic, all traditional. Easter, Christmas, New Year, you go to church, you know. Oh. But it was definitely that instilled bringing and then definitely um, to be confirmed, you know. So I did the whole confirmation with the white lace veil and oh, wow. like that was essential because if you're not confirmed, then you can't get married in the church. And, uh, you know, so, um, but interestingly enough, you know, I'm, I was never, I was very comfortable with God and absolutely believed in that. But I wasn't comfortable with the way. And I just thought, well, this is the way. And then growing up, I still also sort of, I, I didn't understand what it was, but I, I was sort of rebelling against that. But there was so much guilt associated with like, you know, that that was what was entrained in my mind, you exactly. know, so much guilt, you know, but there were, there were like the one thing that I just couldn't, I, I couldn't do. And, and I did it when I was confirmed, but I just, I was so uncomfortable was, you know, you know, you have to go to confession and confess your sins. And then the priest will tell you 10 Hail Marys or whatever. Oh. And I just couldn't understand why must I ask a man to tell me what to do so that God can forgive me. So if I say 10 Hail Marys and confess to a man that then I'm, then God, and I just, it didn't sit well with me. And, and I felt guilty about that. I felt guilty that that didn't, you know, because how can you, how can you defy that? How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. And then, um, and I just, I kept with it. And it was obviously intuitively like, no, that's, you know, God was trying to tell me something like, there's a reason why. And I kept with it. And I even in my high school years was a reborn Christian. And then um, I still, it still felt more like I was, I was following the crowd, yeah. not following my heart. And then I went through a stage where I literally turned my back on God. I just turned my back and I'm like, you know what? Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't believe you have my best yeah. interest at heart. And I literally, I stopped praying because I was, I stopped, I stopped anything, whether it was a Roman Catholic way or a newborn Christian. Yeah. I was just, I, I was just like, no, just, just not feeling it. Yeah. Mm. But I wasn't atheist. I was just like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. You're not, I don't, mm. where are you? 
Yeah, I was just, I was indifferent and I was just okay. like, I'm not, don't believe in you. I was like, I do believe you, but you know, all this, this ritual or that, I'm like, it's not proving anything. Like, where mm. are you when I need you? So I just stopped practicing any form of acknowledgement. Okay. Nice. You know, and I carried on. Then I started practicing yoga. So now I'm talking in my late 20s. Uh, no, I was, yeah, late 20s. Okay. I started practicing yoga. And, um, and the main reason I, I was practicing yoga is because I had stopped smoking. I was ah. a full-on smoker. For I smoked for nine and a half years, basically a packet a day, if not more when I was oh drawing, you know. And I struggled and I struggled. And I eventually, after many attempts, stopped. But my whole reason for doing yoga was totally egotistical. I didn't want to put on weight. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did that. <laughs> no, I told him because my father had quit and he put on weight. Da, 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 yes. And every person I knew had quit. Put on, and I was like, I can't put on weight. I don't want to be fat. Da, 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 da. So I went to German. It was all ego. It was all about how do I look. And that was mm -hmm. the only reason. I never exercised before, ever. Went to gym. Was so unfulfilled. When I stopped smoking, I tried Tai Chi, so calming. The teacher had to leave, and I couldn't find a another teacher that I resonated oh, no. with and that worked with my shade. Went to gym. I hated it. Hate, but I was just, uh, and then I thought, I have to do something for my mind because I, I'm just, I'm so agitated. I'm trying to give up smoke. I'm so agitated. I'm just exercising so I don't put on weight. I'm like, oh, yoga, found yoga. And that first class, I was so calm. Second class, so calm. And I'm like, this is what I need. Awesome. And then as I was working through yoga, I realized, yes, my initial reasoning was purely egotistical. It was just out of vanity. I didn't want to put on weight. And, but in a way, it actually served me because it made me find yoga. And it was through practicing yoga that it started stilling my mind. And with more and more, I, I wasn't going there, oh, I'm going to sit and find God again. Or, I'm just stilling my mind. I was more calm. My body was getting stronger. I was feeling like I'm liking this exercise. I'm liking this and it's working for me. And months and years later, I was just like, I'm really feeling so good about myself. Mm. And then the shift came with the spiritual shift. And with the spiritual shift, yoga helped me to reconnect to God very slowly, but in a way that it opened my mind. Oh. And I was like, I can now think for myself. I can think for myself. Is the Roman Catholic way for me? How do I see it? What was I taught? Does it? And, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can see now. I can see, like, why I wasn't connecting with it. I can see that... I turned my back on God, but I turned my back on him because the way I was acknowledging didn't sit with me. It was man-made. It was false. Mm. It was like, do it this way or else you will be damned. And it was through that, that sort of God speaking through me in, in yoga and meditation that I just started to see things from a different perspective. And then I could, you know, understand that this is really what it's about. 
like seeing things from like step back and see but then the the gift in that wasn't just reconnecting to source for me in my own way so i'm not saying you know do yoga find god it's it what's worked for me yeah. but the the gold nugget for me was it really helped me on my healing journey with myself because it was only then that i realized you know i love teaching yoga and i want to be of service to people to heal in body mind and spirit because i can see yoga does that on all levels without you realizing it mm. actually starts working on those deeper deeper conscious levels and i could see from just people's reactions i could see at the end of class i could see people from months and years later how it shifted their transformation what it did for me in my healing is it made me realize wow i've really got a lot of work to do on myself because i'm giving all the love out there but i don't actually love myself enough oh wow yes and and it was like i'd sit there in meditation and i'd start crying and it was like thank you because i would not have seen this if i didn't just sit with myself and then just sit with myself and I'm like why why and it was you know this validation or this why do i feel this way or why am i and i really truly started 7 years ago on the inner healing journey and it was from there that my spiritual journey just got stronger and stronger and evolved Awesome. And and it evolved to the point now where I'm like it's constantly evolving. You you know you never know for me and I'm speaking for me. I never know enough. And then you think you know enough and then you're like no, there's still yeah. more for you to learn, <sighs> but there's still more for you to heal. There's still more for you to heal. You know, it's it's like a purification, one level, one layer, one layer and what I find with my spiritual practice now and and since since really going on it it actually brought me closer to source than ever before in my life and now it's like i totally respect whatever way you want to follow i respect that but for me it became very clear for me the difference between religion and spirituality absolutely very clear very very true That sounds like the yeah. most beautiful wonderful journey. And you now teach yoga, am I correct? Yeah, I've been teaching for almost 14 years. Oh, really? I've been practicing for almost 18 years. Yeah, I just um I find it's a wonderful way of being of service to people on many levels. Yeah. But it's through teaching the yoga that I've also studied other modalities, you know, where I really feel so deeply connected to energy medicine okay. you know, ancient energy medicine whether that's ayurveda whether that's shamanic energy medicine and i've been very blessed to be have participated in work such as and i know you're familiar with family constellation work Ooh, uh, yes now you talk my language you went there the day that i did family constellation no For some other reason you always there but that day you went there I wasn't no yeah. I had something I had yes. something on or I was away yeah. for the weekend or something but it's deeply powerful head. work and oh, um it was through family constellation that I I realized that one of my gifts which is also teaching yoga because it's like I see myself as a channel of of healing and what's the modality is yoga it's yeah. it's a it's a modality of healing 
is that your family constellation intuitively it's like I can say sources just channeling through me and then I really take on the energy of whoever I'm representing quite strongly yeah which made me realize how that I'm I'm, um, I am well not I realized before I am an empath I'm highly sensitive to other energies yeah you know, because, and years ago, I couldn't understand, I thought, oh, I'm too sensitive, and it's like, it's really detrimental to me, and I, you know, why, and actually, it's a gift, yeah. it's about knowing how to protect your energies, yeah. how to protect those sensitive energies, um, and so, what the course that you and I sort of connected with through an, an William Whitecloud's course also showed me is that intuitively, I have this gift to help heal people using my intuition. Awesome. And that's when it I connect quite strongly in family constellations. So I love healing work. So yes, I mostly have been doing yoga teaching for 14 years, but I'm very much moving into other modalities of healing because I, I just find to be of service, to help people heal. Yeah to help them heal, like go back, come back to their hearts and themselves. There's nothing, there's nothing more rewarding. And for me, it is my personal journey that that is what is my purpose in this three-dimensional. That is my purpose is to be a healer. I love um, So, I, I, you know, I love the family constellation work. It's very intense, but I love it because I feel like, I, you know, the spirit is like, this is what you have to do to help people, you know. That's such one an of the one of the things way of being of service to somebody than, than to represent somebody and reveal something that person just couldn't connect with, didn't know, no. didn't want to see, or whatever the case may be. And suddenly, yes, a complete stranger virtually speaking to yes. you directly in a way that, that touches you in the deepest, most beautiful, sensitive way. Whoa. No, family constellation it's is so absolutely powerful. amazing. If, for the listeners, so if you powerful. haven't done family constellation yet, please get yourself to a family constellation because it's virtually impossible for the two of us to explain to somebody what really happens is, in a constellation. It is, because it, if you try, they, people are going to go, that sounds okay, weird. And, and so you have to witness it for yourself. It is absolutely. exceptionally powerful. And, and you know, there's no... Um, there's no hallucinogenics involved. It is yeah. purely working with the quantum field and, and, and inner healing energy. And it is pro, the, pro, the healing transformations, the breakthroughs that happen. Absolutely. Profound, profound. Yeah. So I'm really loving that work. Well, and that I'm, I'm very blessed work. that I have my husband, you know, Folke, who is yeah. the, uh, the practitioner. So to be involved in that work. And like I said, you know, just working with energy medicine and, and its techniques and, and tools that everybody can learn. And this is yeah. things, knowledge that you gain from people, renowned people like Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, like mm. Alberto Villoldo, who is a, a medical anthropologist and a, and a shaman himself. Oh, he is incredible. So Dr. Al Dr. Alberto Villoldo. So he wrote numerous books, one of which is The Heart of the Shaman or Grow Yourself a New Body. And he is the founder of the Light Body School, 
where there is in Germany and in Chile as well and in America. So basically it's combining mod modern shamanism, but, but he literally worked for 30 years with the shamans in Peru, in the Amazon jungle in Peru and in Brazil. So he's learned to be and he became a shaman, but being a, med a medical anthropologist as well. So this light body school combines ancient energy medicine, shamanism, yeah. with neuroscience, with modern mm. biology and nutrition. So to be a, an energy medicine practitioner and a health coach. But he's so powerful. He's so, he's so such a beautiful energy and there's numerous, you know, shamanic teachings and, and lineages that, that yeah. are followed. Um, he followed, just follows the lineage of the, um, the Quero Nation, which is an ancient shaman lineage. And I just love combining this kind of, you know, sh shamanic energy medicine. In, it's energy medicine, you yeah. know, and neuroscience has proven, neuroscience has proven this works. Mm -hmm. It works, you know, that with these tools and techniques and with the power of your mind and through meditation and through breathing, because the breath is very powerful and healing, obviously barring toxins, but that, that's, you know, another discussion. You have the power to heal yourself from within. Yeah. You have the power. Do you find yourself being medically intuitive as well? As in, um, I find it's got a bit stronger, you know, okay. when I really sit and listen and I have, you know, my own physical stuff going on and I sit with it. I'm like, I know I've had this before that. And I've been, even before I went on this deeper spiritual journey, there were times when I wasn't well, like, like I would, I would get twitches. My, I would be very faint and I'd have such weird head sensations and I, I'm like, something's wrong, something's wrong. I went for CAT scans, MRIs, blood test, 100%, like, thank you, like, 100%. But I still wasn't well. Yeah. And I couldn't, I didn't know what it was, but intuitively I knew something's not right. And it was at that stage things I wasn't dealing with emotionally. And now I see that. Now I see pains. that. Yeah. And now when I have physical aches or pains or recurrences of, of physical issues, for me, it's like, what's the root cause? Mm. I can numb the symptoms. I can take panados or I yeah. can do this. I can numb the symptoms and the pain will go away. But I haven't dealt with the root cause. So then I look at the root cause. What's the emotion behind that? Anger, disappointment, resentment, or what is my unconscious belief, which was, oh, you know, I'm not capable or I'm not good enough, whatever, mm. you know. And when I go back to that, then like all these habits that I've dealt to cope with that or to hide that so nobody sees that I feel like I'm not capable is actually what's causing the physical issues because I'm not dealing with the root cause of that. So now it's like, yes, I can numb it. I can choose to address it, the root cause, or I can choose to avoid it. And, and but I know <laughs> but I know that if I don't treat the emotional root cause, you know, and 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 work with that on a on a energetic level, 
the physical stuff will be there. And then I can say, oh, but it's just that, or oh, it's stress, or oh, it's, you know, and, and blame the external. Yeah. So now intuitively, when it's something medical, I first step back and go, what's causing it? What is the emotion I'm feeling behind it? And then obviously I'm medical science, medicine world has its place. I'm not discounting that. It absolutely has its place and it's mm. absolutely valuable in emergencies, in operations. Absolutely, mm. you know, um, even, even the ancient shamans will tell you that medicine, the modern medicine will cure, but it, the, the energy medicine, the, the real medicine, modern medicine cures and there is a place for those operations. You absolutely need it. There's a place for certain medication Absolutely. But does it heal yeah. the root cause? So mm. there is a place. So for me, it's like, I want to first address what haven't I healed? And obviously, you know, yeah. what medical then will, um, I, I will, I will go there. Of course, I will yeah. go there with open arms, but I first need to really look within. I first really need to like heal myself. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. And you practice under hard work. Am I correct? Yeah, so I call my my um, my business or my work Heartworks with Juanita. Ah. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> the end of the day, you know, this work, whether it's yoga teaching and, and I do intuitive coaching. So through this year, you know, just realizing that I have this gift of intuition for healing and and I need to practice that otherwise I'm not fulfilling my purpose I that's I feel Mm -hmm. is um these are works from the heart these are this comes from that end and for me what 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 for me has really been my guide and source is my guide is my heart is my guru You know, you always, always say that is my my mantra to myself and my motto is my heart is my guru because you always hear the stories and you always read meditations and like the answers are within. And you go, oh, my God, the answers are within. I need to talk about that one. (laughs) You know, but when you really, really start doing the work, you go and you start getting these insights, you're like, the answers really are within. And you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that because you want somebody to come and save mm. you. You want somebody to come and give you the answer. Because mm. the sometimes within, they do you give you the answer. You have to do the work. Mm. You have to, and you know, somebody can give you the answer. You will get insight from, and you go, "Oh, thank you for that. I I didn't see that. So mm. actually, thank you. So you you do get answers, but the the real answers you do get from within, and you don't get them from your head. Yeah. Ah, that is so, Don't get them so, when you so get so them true. from your heart. So for me, the healing is from the heart. Yeah. The work comes from the heart. And most of society and most of us, we've been there where we weren't on a spiritual journey or we weren't on a healing journey, which then opened up our spiritual awakening. Yeah. Our heart was closed. That's our heart right. was closed because we were hurt. And so we try and figure out everything mm. from here, from our external so you, you, you can't, you will keep attracting and keep manifesting and keep perpetuating the same thing oh. until you go there. So the work is from the heart. And that's why I was like, it's a hard work. That's awesome. 
And it's the, the, the working of the heart that will give you the healing that you need. But it is work, but it's beautiful work because that is where, that is where you, your power is. That is your superconscious, that it's your heart. And I resonate with this with the, the shaman, shamans say that, you know, we have, they work with nine chakras, you know, in, in yoga and generally seven chakras, but there's nine. The eighth one is outside of your physical body, but within your luminous field. Okay. And they call that the soul. They call that okay. the soul and they call that where God lives. And the ninth one is outside of the physical body and outside of the luminous field, but that is where we live in God. Oh. So that field, you know, like, yeah. like the heart field for me is that's the heart field because that's where the universe is in us and we are the universe. Yeah. That's how you then you understand that we are actually one. We are. We just as you know, came here to experience individual experiences. But at the end of the day, it's, it's one, one consciousness and it's love and it's in the heart. And that's the, it's the heart that's going to heal you. But it's, it's, it's difficult. And I that is why I love, we have to, because as you know, and you've heard this many times, and I love, I love sort of, really hitting home with the statements the longest the statement the longest journey you're ever going to take in your life is from your head to your absolutely. heart absolutely that 30 centimeters or 45 or however long it's, it is for you it's longest journey yeah, um, and the most and, and difficult one and challenging the most one difficult. <laughs> but it's the one that you have to take and it's the, the one most that most of us or everyone is most terrified of but it is the most satisfying one so that's why you know when i came up with heart works i was like that it's just that's it it's yeah. it's working with the heart and using different healing modalities and and very important for me is natural healing modalities okay to support that and and a lot of the healing modalities i follow and and i and i practice and i've studied has has got um scientific backing as well which for me, is like like a win-win situation, yeah. you know, yeah. a win-win situation, and 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 for healing. So you know, and just healing with your heart and following your heart, you know, to, to guide you in the right way. Wonderful, yeah. Where do people find you if they want to know more about you? Do you have a website, a Facebook page? Yes, I've got a website which is www.heartworkswithwanita.com. Is it hard work or hard works? Hard works. Hard works. Heart, uh, yeah, hard works with com, And my Facebook page is the same title, hard works with Juanita. Mm -hmm. And I'm also on Instagram under my ah. name, Juanita Caprari. And yeah, so that's, that's, that's mostly where I feature on social media. Um, awesome. I'm probably a little bit behind the times with all the other things that are out there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's yeah. like way too much for my for my brain. So it's <laughs> I'm with you on that. One. So, I just, yeah, I just so, don't have the energy to try and keep up because I yeah at the moment kind I of don't. normal posts aren't the way to go, but stories are the post to post the, the, the way to go. And, and then there's TikTok, and I'm like, I, how do you even find the time? How do you even find the time? So Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> and then my website, and then of course the the, the best best way or the easiest way is um, emailing me. 
um, or calling me, uh, yeah, emailing me or, or calling me. Um, so and I'll, yeah, that is the best way to contact me because, you know, I'm, I'm always available on that and responding cool. to that, you know. Awesome. Yeah, so. Anita, we need to wrap up here. And I'm so sorry for the listeners. We yeah. had serious technical problems. So so this conversation <laughs> is much shorter than the normal conversations. I just couldn't log on to right. Zoom. It was, it, my computer just said I am a, I, I was a security risk, actually. That, that was a message that I got. <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly between 11 o'clock this morning when I was on Zoom and 3 o'clock this afternoon, I became a security risk. So anyway... Like all technical problems, it got resolved by restarting my computer. So, <laughs> and here we are. So, Juanita, I want to thank you. So, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart <laughs> and say yes, thank okay. you so much for connecting with us and yeah. telling us your, yeah. your story thank and taking you. us on your beautiful journey. And I'm going to put links to, to, to all the places where people can find you. So, I'm very, very grateful for this. My recommendation is people find her. If you struggle with stuff, let Juanita guide you how to how to listen to your heart and go and find the, the real solutions. That will be a wonderful journey you're going to take and one worthwhile. Okay, Juanita, thank you very much. And you seem to have frozen again. Are you there? Thank you so much. Is there? Okay. Yes. Okay. Awesome. No, it's, it's, it's all good. But I just want to say, if you can hear me, I can say hear you. Um, thank you from the fullness of my heart to yours. <laughs> for everything. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you so much Wonderful. from the fullness of my heart to yours. Have really a lekker weekend. Look after yourself and give your, give your husband a hug from me. You too. Okay, bye. I will, I will. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Oh, Juanita's voice already makes me feel safe. I can just imagine what it must be like to be in a healing session with her or doing one of her yoga classes. I especially like it when she pronounces foreign words like Alberto Villodo in her Italian accent. Pure beauty. Talk about pure beauty. <laughs> you would wish this were a vlogcast and not a podcast. I thank Juanita from the fullness of my heart for her time. See, I've learned something today. I love the energy she brought into the field for us and we show all of the best on her healing work, both on herself and on others. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field, or Freddy Counselor, or on Twitter at, at Freddy, or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelled with an IE at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.